Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the BTM Podcast is brought to you by McDonald's. It's an honor to be invited to a wedding, even more so when you are a part of that special day. It was the 1970s and following a popular song of the day, and best believe Sheila got the best of Kenneth's love. McDonald's is a huge part of their lives, so naturally, that's where they got married. Yep, McDonald's. The owner let the young couple in and have the ceremony and reception, which they had a great time and it was an affordable day. Cheers to all couples getting married this wedding season. I'm loving it. Do you waive your rights to privacy as a celebrity slash athlete when you're in the public eye? Wow. Behind the mask. Two, two. Yeah. What up, my dog? What's good, family? Another day in paradise. You know what it is. Every day ain't no. Listen, man, you need to be realistic about this. Every day is not another day in paradise. You, what about the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs? That's fine, but guess what? We in the BTM lounge, baby. Paradise. You know what I'm saying? Learned that in training camp back in the days. Every day above the ground is a good day, man. It's paradise. We living. Let's do it. You are right because we are in the BTM lounge and. Oftentimes, we really don't get a chance to, like, chop it up amongst each other because we got a lot of our fabulous friends and people that we want to share their mm-hmm. stories, take them behind the mask. But I, I got this thing, man. I've been checking out just TV in general over the past two weeks. And the common denominator that I've seen is I'm starting to see athletes just get into it with fans, like, literally, close to throwing blows, but in one case, I got something <laughs> in my mind that somebody actually did get beat up. <laughs> so, you know, so it made me pose the question, man, like, is the privacy of athletes slash celebrities respected in the manner as it should be? Mm. Or maybe I should ask you, because I'm trying to, since Mr. Paradise, I might need to ask it to you this way. <laughs> Do you waive your rights to privacy as a celebrity slash athlete when you're in the public eye? Wow. Man, hell nah. Nah, nah, nah. You got to have some sort of privacy. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep something to yourself for yourself, for your family, some sense of normalcy. I think that's only right. And, you know, to your point, I, I think... But you're getting the, paid. The, the, what you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but that don't mean that people could just get in your face and... You know, if, you, if you're eating dinner, just come up and ask for an autograph or, or want your time to automatically be their time. It's like, for, what I think is people act like they know you. It's like, nah, sometimes they know who you are. You might know who I am. You know, you might know who you see on social media or on TV or on a BTM podcast. But nah, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? We Not sometimes, whenever we decide that we want to have our privacy, absolutely we should have that. And it don't matter who... Wants to come up and, and talk or speak. Nah, it's a time and place for everything. No, I, I I understand that. Let me put some more. Let me put color around this so it can give you better context. So I got three incidents. One is I think about what happened uh, going back several years, like years ago. Malice in the Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Wallace, Ben Wallace's brother, Ron Artest, 
It happened with the foul. They ended up getting over by the scores table. Somebody threw something. Mm. Guys went into the stands. and, and Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. They went up there and touched up a Lumped few of the up. fans. <laughs> Lumped them up. Then you look at Mike Tyson on the plane. This dude <laughs> behind him, irritating him to the utmost. And reports have it that I think the straw that broke the camel's back, he threw a water bottle bottle mm-hmm. at Mike Tyson. Then Mike turned around and gave him a 20-piece. Lumped him up. Then you look at most recently, you know, I think about like LeBron when he was here in Atlanta mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he got a fan kicked out. But I think more, more so recently than that, you look at Chris Paul, the incident that happened with Chris Paul's family. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul yeah. was out on the court. And... You know, I look at that and they said that, yeah, they got into a verbal altercation. But then reports have it that the fan actually put their hands on his family. And then you saw Chris Paul run over and he was like, yo, hey, hey, I'm going to see you later. Yeah. So he said that, you know, to a younger individual. So I guess my thing is, is putting context around it. Do you think that's part of the game? I think it's. I think it comes along with part of the game, what? until you put your hands on me, uh, or see, until you get in my personal space to where I feel threatened. See, even other than that, I I, I think you're gonna have fans that heckle. Yeah, fans that heckle is fine. I think there's a few different scenarios there, and. and Malice in the palace. You can't throw stuff at players on the on the court. You're not supposed to. It's dumb. Why would you do that? Just because you paid a ticket to a game, you wouldn't do that in the street. Because what would happen in the street? You get your ass beat, right? The only too. Di- yeah, you know, I used to be a rapper in my, my former days. You know what I mean? Settle down. <laughs> but nah, but you know, and then even with the heckling, heckling is definitely part of the game. I get that, but you can't sit there and talk to somebody. And expect them to react how you want to re- how you want them to react just because they're on the court, they're on the field, or they're a celebrity. Again, you act like you know them now. You know who you see on social media, what you see on TV. It don't work like that. Because guess what? Soon as the person decides to retaliate, then what you gonna do? Pull out your camera phone and and record them and post it to your social media so you can get clout. Clout chases, man. It's pointless. And I get you a person might be a fan or or may admire somebody. But nah, you, you can't be going about it that way because guess what? Just like you said with Mike Tyson, the dude was on a plane, his man is recording him, he clowned with Mike Tyson. It wasn't the right day. Not for Mike. And then Mike lumped him up, lumped him up. It's like, I'm tired of this. And lumped him up and then then what? Now, what? the first thing you're going to do is sue? Nah, keep that same energy. If you about that life, if you're going to sit there and be a fan, whatever you decide to do with my response... Let it stay right there. You ain't going to sit there and call a lawyer or, or make it a money play. And I think that's the problem where I don't think your private life is just open for everyone because you're in the public eye. It just don't work that way. On the court, off the court is a time and place for everything. And particularly if somebody says, nah, this ain't the time, you should respect that as a fan. But the things that, the one that I mentioned more so recently. With Chris Paul? Chris Paul. Fans just heckling and even saying personal things because I know I've had personal things said to me while I was playing, but I never, I don't expect everybody to be like me. Yeah. For, for the fans that don't know, Chris Paul was, was, was playing in the playoff game, right? Yeah. Against Dallas. And then some kid talked crazy to, 
to his his wife, his moms, what have you, and allegedly put hands on his mother. Pushed or something, Pushed her or something like that. But yeah. regardless, anytime it gets to that point, you invading privacy, bro. So is is like you said, gloves is off. And for him to say, I'm gonna see you after the game, respect Chris Paul. No, you're not. You're not gonna find him. You probably never see this dude a, gay, a day again in your it life. It ain't because you don't want to find right, him. Right, you just not. He ain't trying to be found. And then and he knows that the fans know that they not they can't cross a certain boundary with security in the game. Chris Paul is not going to stop the game and run into the court off the court and and chase this fan up out of there. You're not going to see him again. But at the same time, you wild for even putting your hands as a man, young man or whatever, putting your hands on a woman. So first of all, you 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 wrong in that aspect, and second of all, again, if something happens to you, something should happen to you, you got to eat that. You had all the energy as a fan, as a person to sit there and, and talk to somebody reckless, call them out their name, what have you. But when the retaliation comes, is hands off. I'll give you a prime example. We're playing against one of your former teams. I was with the Panthers. We playing against the, uh, the Eagles. Do tell in in the playoffs. So, Todd, my son had a, a jersey on. My jersey on. My mom's had a jersey on, Pop's brother, everybody there. And notoriously, Eagles fans, you know the spikes, rowdy, excitable. Let's just say that, right? They're, they're passionate. Passionate. Uh, Let's just get, say that. Passionate. Get your language right. Perfect. Passionate. So I get hurt during the game. I go down and um, one of the Eagles fans sees me on the sideline and it starts talking shit to Ty. It's like, oh, that's your dad? He's not even in the game. So he's going off, and now he starts cursing, wilding. My mom's is there, devout Christian. She's looking up like, yo, calm down. This is a kid. You know what I'm saying? Ty was probably like eight or nine at the time. So he's still mouthing off. And you know in Eagles Stadium, they got the jail under. Yeah. You, yeah. But I had big cousin Al with me. Al at the game, too. 6'8", 320. So the fan is still mouthing off, mouthing off. Al stands up in the stands and says, yo, if you say something else, one more word, I'm throwing you over this rail right now. So the guy looks up, and they tell me this after the game. The guy looks up, sees Al, sits his ass down. But at that point, security already seen Al and the guy going back and forth. Other Eagles fans respectfully said, nah, he was wilding out, cursing, doing just doing way too much. Took him out the, you know, out the seat. So yo, you gotta be prepared for that. Cause the other flip side of that coin is if y'all know Al, Al would have probably pushed him over the rail and Al would have dealt with the consequences. He don't like yo too. Yo, here I am, bail me out. Cool. That's what Shaq said, though. Yo. Shaq was like, you you know, <laughs> Shaq on Inside the NBA said, well, you know what? Like, at some point, you got to bring your family members, maybe that cousin there you go. who is just coming to look out. There you go. And if they break the code where they come into that personal space, yeah. then you handle that. There you go. You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec of the kids' homework and you do it all in style. That's why we created the all-new Infiniti QX60, a luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof and available massaging front seats to bring ease all day, every day. The all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to take on life in style. Learn more at InfinityUSA.com. Now, with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. And and, and, and it has to, it's like it's almost like you got to set an example. And even if it's just verbally, I think of, we talked about this during the NBA season, Russell Westbrook was having a, a up and down season. Some people may say just a terrible season, whatever, for his standards, right? Still one of the greatest players ever to play the game. It wasn't a good season. It, it was, it was bad. I, I like Russell it, Westbrook. By his standards, it wasn't a good, yeah. but a good season. But across the board, numbers-wise, he's still better than half of the players that's playing. 
You know what I'm saying? Numbers wise. So people were starting to call him West Brick as opposed to West Brook. Now, he got pissed and went up to the fans like, nah, you going to put respect on my name. And for me, I'm like, yeah, that ain't just heckling. Why? That's the, this man's last name. His namesake came from his, his pops, his, his lineage, whatever, and he stands by that. So how could you be mad at somebody for standing by something they believe in just because you want to crack jokes, take your phone out, put it on social media, and chase clout? Nah, if he would have went upside that dude's head, no problem with it. That was a, that would have been a big problem, too. No problem with it, man. Too, if that's the Where's case, the you respect? would be defending every Where's time. Where's the respect? Every, ain't nobody coming to no game for no respect. Where's, call it on the court. Why you calling me out my name? It's certain things you know. We bro, know each other personally. You know certain shit we don't deal with. Bro, I'm just saying, if you are on the field of play slash court, and if you hear somebody digging into you, you the prime example of, man, I'm not even going to give them that energy. For That's what? That's a fact. That's a fact. That you, you just contradicted yourself. I did not. I said you cannot fault somebody else for how they respond to what a fan does. I have no problem. So you with finna it. go over here I have and stop no doing what you're getting paid to do. The game was over. He's walking to the to the uh, to the locker room or halftime or what have you. I have no problem with you checking somebody. None. I've done it. You've been out with me. I've done it. Say I haven't. I have no problem, bro. I do want to say you haven't done it, but you have. I get. It. I, I have hate. no problem. And, I, and I, I'm honestly, to hate it, it, all it's, the time. you gotta. I think is is discernment in each situation to where what's the end goal. So you know, for us. It ain't even fans no more because we retired. It's more so, you know, people when we hang out. For us, it's like, nah, my goal is to get home to my kids every night. I don't care what it is. I don't care. I'm not losing my, my my check. I'm not losing my life over no bar fight. None of that. However, in the but moment. But you want to bother a man after you played a game and he doesn't even matter. That's like, what I said. Chris Paul ain't going to ever see him again. But you say it was okay to respond to him. It is okay. It is totally okay. I'm not saying it's not. It is totally okay, and I have no problem with it. I may handle it different, but I have no problem with you checking somebody that's disrespecting you. Where does it stop? Just because it's an invisible line out of bounds and, and on the court? It ain't. Where does it stop? Where does it start when all of the other fans realize, ooh, he's sensitive, and nah. we finna lay into him? <laughs> nah, I give you prime example. Prime example now. I was in Oakland playing against the Raiders, and... I remember this dude, this fan was telling me, like, he was just giving me the business. Spikes, you suck, saying everything. Like, you can't run. You starting to get old. And so, you know, I'm hearing the the entire game right by the tunnel. And I just kind of stopped and looked at him because he did kind of, it was more irritating me just because he was talking. Yeah, It wasn't what he was saying because I knew at the end of the day, I was like, Dude, you about the next six days of the week for you is gonna be shit, <laughs> and I'm still gonna be good over here. Yeah. Period. So my point is, is this: he was there, and he was actually with an older person. Mm-hmm. I assumed that that was his mother, mm-hmm. and so he then started to go on, go in on me, saying, "Hey, you ain't never been shit." You ain't gonna you ain't gonna be shit. You suck. All of this and that. So from that point, I looked up and I saw everybody around him. They was like, oh, you got him. He finna say something. So then it turned into for me, oh, okay, this is entertainment. Yeah. 
So I got to get it, man, what he came out here to see. Mm-hmm. One, played a great game. Two, now I'm about to go in on your ass. So when we started <laughs> walking say? back, what you say? Remember, he came with the older lady, gotcha. and she was in on it too. So I know, like, you trying to bother me, I'm gonna get to you. Yeah. So he was like, "Spikes, you suck. You should retire." So he keeps going in. So basically, when I walked by, I was like, "Look, I done told you, my bad. You were asleep last night when your mama let me in, mm. but I don't expect for you to tell him. But since he's he needs to know. I need to let you know. So when you go to sleep at night, I'm still coming and I'm seeing your mama. <laughs> so you had that conversation with her, and then me and you can talk later. Yeah. The Kill whole crowd was like, oh, he got you. But my point is, it was just, bro, it's entertainment. They can't. They come to be entertained. And I ain't like, what you going to do? You going to whoop me? That's what I'm saying. I don't think nobody bad enough to whoop me. At the end of the day, that's the bottom line. But a lot of people don't see it that way. A question I think the people want to know, did you really go by his mom's crib the night before the game? No, it was his auntie. (laughs) (laughs) I think the crazy part is like, yeah, you can say what you want to say. I I get it. It's all in, in, in fun of the game. But it comes to a point when somebody says no or, or chill or enough is enough or this ain't the time, you got to respect that. You got to respect that. It's, it's a point, And I think what sets, what sets us apart is because as former athletes, we were on a pedestal, on a certain level, in the public eye. That's all well and great. But as soon as we come across the threshold of our respective homes, we human like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Jaka, so you want Jaka, So you want you I want, want sympathy? sympathy. I'm on reality. Jakai don't call you. That ain't reality. Jaka, what you talking about? Your daughter Jakai, my son Tamai in London. They don't call us Tequila Spikes, the football player. They don't call me to the football player. They call you daddy, or they call you you know whatever. Like that, that's that's reality. You are a human. You ain't no just just because you across the the line or on the field or people are in a arena looking at you and you're in a public eye. You're not no puppet to where you can just play when you want to play, call how you want to call, talk how you want to talk, touch me or my family how you want to touch me and think ain't shit going to happen. No, because if that if you do do that, be prepared for a response, whatever that might be. Whoever that might be that is being targeted, be prepared for a response. And if you ain't prepared, you ain't you you doing the wrong thing. Don't lawyer up and sue. You ain't lawyer up and you had all this shit to say to me. You ain't lawyer up when you touch Chris Paul's wife, not uh, wife and mother. But that but you, you lawyer up after the fact. The dude with Mike Tyson, he's allegedly Mike Tyson is, is not getting um charged with anything for the for the fight on the plane when he lumped this dude up. Yeah. But I guarantee you, now the dude is gonna go have a civil suit. And guess what? You else? ain't come on the plane with your lawyer. So guess what else? That's reality. That is reality. That's the reality. But keep, but you need to keep it real with yourself. And if you ain't about that life, don't act like you're about that life. Don't be talking all this cash shit. Oh, I'm gonna do this or spike shrink this and that that that. Because when I reply or I retaliate, you might not be ready for that. And if you're not ready for that, stay in your fucking lane. So you 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 getting you getting a little soft on me there too. You can't, <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you because that's how I feel, man. That's how I feel. You know I'm passionate about that, bro. I don't do that. That disrespect thing ain't never been my thing, man. Ever. I don't care if it's a fan. I don't care if it's a, a walker by. Again, my goal is to get home to my kids every night. But, yo, it's but time. But we're talking it's time. about when you own the playing own arena the fi- and they saying words to you. You, talk about, you talked about uh, Malice in the Palace. 
Yep. You saw how that Artez got suspended for what a season? Yeah. Stephen Jackson, fifty something games. You know what I'm saying? They throwing blows. You don't know what's gonna happen when you when you cross back across that line and go into the stands because somebody no, threw something at you. That's because they threaten them with like they throwing shit at them. They, they throwing, wilding. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you deserve to get your. And ass if you talking crazy, you if you talking crazy, be prepared for I talk back. Be prepared to take it how you give it. And if you can't, shut the fuck up. Call that soft, bro. Call it what you want. That's that's my reality, and it ain't gotta be yours. You could you could let them, you know, you got a bigger neck than me. You could take it, you know what I'm saying? You could let them talk. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm just saying, you saying Russell Westbrook. Like, yeah. bro, that, that, to me, I felt like he doesn't matter. Yeah. And at the end of the day, why you think everybody caught fire with it whenever they went on the road? Because y'all not him. You're not him. You don't, know, know, what that man, saying, you don't know what that man last name means to him. That's that's fine, but two, it's subjective. Everybody values different things. Right. Only point I'm trying to make is this. If you're an athlete and you're playing in an arena with thousands of people, if you're worth your salt, meaning if you're worth a damn as a player, you should expect fans not to like you. I love LeBron James. I love Michael Jordan. <laughs> but when Michael Jordan took the day, when they took the title from Nick in 88 at the Slam Dunk Championship, I had a problem with Mike. I don't like Mike when he's when he's playing against the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. But so my point, I'm just to put a bow on it is this. You gotta expect some things or certain things come along with the territory. Yeah. And if you don't want it to grow, then don't give it no attention. But if you understand that it's entertainment, be an entertainer. Two times. One on the field or on the court. Or two, if you want to talk to me like that, I'm going to talk to you like that. Yeah. Or three, have somebody like Big Al in the stands ready to put hands on somebody that that's talking crazy. Shout out to Big Al. Shout out to Big Al. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if that's the case, I guess it goes across the board. What's the difference between... A fan talking reckless, if you're talking about it's part of the territory, and then you have, let's say, somebody in the media that's talking crazy. Is that, that, that's the same thing? Where's the, where's the respect? Where's the privacy in terms of media people prying into your personal lives or, or having an opinion of something that you're doing off the court because they don't like it? And it's not impacting them at all. You know, I always say, what you eat don't make me shit. So why do you, they have to have an opinion and double down on it or, or disrespect an athlete or an entertainer just for a scoop like that to me again that ain't that ain't part of the game that's like just just because you're in the public eye you're scrutinized by somebody else in their opinion just because you're in the public eye like how so, that, that work so you no I, I do think is if you're talking about certain analysts or you know people who are, I mean that's what they're paid to do have that opinion and Sometimes I feel like certain analysts do. It's it's more of a personal thing. Mm. Probably the lack of what you couldn't do when you wanted to do it. Mm. You know, I think that's the part that bothers them when they look and they critique hard. Um, You know, do I think it's right? I think certain people told a line. But here again, this is another prime example of it's entertainment. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's entertainment. So if you're the product, the player, you got to know how to be able to navigate through those type of things, especially when it's another media person doing it. Because now, you know, we had a day and age and time to where they used to could win all the time. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. we didn't have a sounding platform. Mm -hmm. But now in this day of time of social media, mm -hmm. Twitter was the first one that really came out yeah. that really gave us firsthand person to person. Like, this is exactly what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And you don't never have to wonder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when you look at that across the board, bro, like I think the player now has a right to be able to say, or celebrity, whoever it is, because it's your it's coming first person. You got a right to be able to say exactly how you feel, yeah. And you could you could check them on it. And, and and for some context behind that, like if we were done a game, literally, it's in our um, contract CBA. You have 10 minutes after the end of the game to decompress. They show us a video in the NFL, 10 minutes to decompress, get your emotions together. And this is what they say, and be prepared to talk to the media. Remember that video they used to show us in training camp every year for the yeah. rookies and everything? So after a game, it could be the worst game of your life. I always, you know, err on the side of caution when we talk about this, but your last game. Unfortunately, you were kicked out of your last game that you played in the league. Yeah. So imagine that, and then 10 minutes after the game, you got to sit there and talk to the media and, and tell them everything that you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? And they don't give a damn. They just want the scoop. They just want the story. So where does the respect come in in terms of, you know what, if you say, kind of like Marshawn Lynch used to say, nah, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Or I don't, I don't, you know, you know why I'm here. Then it's like, oh, he's, he's, he's not doing his job. He's not giving the media what they want. It's like, yo, what the fuck? What about what, what I want? What about me? What about my time in this in this this context? You know what I'm saying? So what about the times where, yeah, you're doing your job, I'm doing my job, but guess what? When the game's over, my job is done. So maybe I don't want to talk. Maybe I don't feel like having this kumbaya moment. Maybe I don't feel like having this, this conversation. But it got to be kumbaya? Man, if it's not, what is the narrative the next day? Oh, he's troubling. Oh, he doesn't talk to the media. Oh, he... He's he's a, a problem. It's always spun some way by the media, and we both we both had media training. We've both been in the media for several years. We're doing a damn thing with BTM podcast, but the difference is we are coming from a, a perspective of the player. So yeah, it ain't got to be no kumbaya moment, but you still got to respect the athletes. One thing we do and respect the guests. One thing we do, anybody that's on this show, we have respect for that guest. We got respect for each other. It don't matter if we have a difference of opinion. It don't matter if we're trying to talk about whatever we're trying to talk about. The difference is, in my opinion, a lot of these media people want to be the first. It don't matter if it's right. They want to be the first, and then they're not held accountable because guess what? The next day, there's another show. The day after that, there's another show. There's something else in this 24-hour news cycle that goes on and on and on. They're never held accountable. Which is my point. It's all entertainment. So don't take it serious. You shouldn't until somebody comes after you. And then you can take it serious. Have, have you ever been called out in the media for anything? Yeah. And you just was like, all right, it is what it is? No, I remember when Sap was with NFL Network. Mm -hmm. And Sap, was, he put it on Twitter. Like, oh, they going after. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was, he said something like, I was getting burnt. And that's our boy. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's, that's the homie, my yeah, boy. Yeah. 
Did I take it personal? I can't sit here and tell you, uh, no, I didn't. I did. But I knew at the end of the day, Sap got a job to do. And his job ain't so much with Sap. It ain't never been about let me make fun of this dude or let me ride this dude. Maybe if you soft then, probably. But <laughs> his thing was, I'm going <laughs> to call it for what it is. Like, if I see something, then that's what it is. And so I just shot back at him. I don't know what game you were watching. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know I mean? I, I think a lot of it has to do with that, understanding how to play the game. And, you know, with media people who take those personal attacks out on guys, even if you know they didn't even come close to the type of career that that player is having, to me, those are the ones who really need to, to fit, like, to really go get got after. Mm-hmm. You want to attack me verbally? Let me sit down and cut, carve you up right quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, go through the whole timeline. Yeah. What yeah. have you done mm-hmm. to sit up here and give this so-called wonderful critique, but you even haven't took a step in my shoes not for one day? I don't care what happened. I don't care if you tore your knee up. I don't care if you just wasn't good enough. I don't care if you even, I don't care what you did. Unless if you walked in my shoe at least for a day, then it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, but see, and the flip side of that is, is the same way when guys are saying, when we talk about other things outside of sports, they saying that whole stick to sports shit. You know what I mean? That's that's almost, it can be taken as what you're, what you're saying to the media folks. But we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't go for that. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're telling me not to have an opinion on something else outside of what I've done as a profession, who the hell is you? <laughs> Think about it, yo. The flip side to that coin. You know what I mean? If if a reporter sits there and says, okay, two them blocked this person because he didn't get out to the to the four eye technique and and uh, Michael Strahan, Warren Sapp got a sack, da 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 His feet are slow, da 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 And I'm talking about this dude, hit him back on, on social media. Like, yo, you ain't never did a kickstep a day in your life, right? Stick to what you do. But the flip side is I'm talking about politics, and then somebody on another network is like, nah, stick to what you do. That's the same shit. Yeah, essentially. So where you at with it, though? It's part of the game, right? You got to be able to, you have to be able to, to take that with respect. And if it's not in a respectful manner, then you clap back. Yeah. Cause I, I I mean I have no problem with it either way. Like neither one of us are shutting up and dribbling, shutting up and playing ball. We still talk we speak to every context of of whatever's going on, you know what I'm saying, in the world, and can't nobody tell us shit about it. That's how I feel. Yeah. First of all, some of them just ain't like they don't even deserve to even be given the airtime. I yeah, love what LeBron yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love, 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 love. But let me ask you this though. What was the worst thing? Because like you you like real hype about you passionate about this. What was the worst thing that a fan said to you while playing in a game? I never yo, real spill, I didn't get a lot of I'm a lineman, bro, so we don't get a lot of we don't get a lot of lot of lot of back talk and all of that. We hear stuff from from other people, and you know you see stuff on on social media after the fact. But 
you know, kind of is what it is. Or you see stuff on the internet blogs. I used to see stuff on the internet blogs, but I had some funny things that I saw after the fact. But the stuff I heard during the game, I think the funniest thing I heard during the game, we were playing with the Panthers again. We were playing against the Colts. And some dude was, to your point, mouthing off on, you talking about the fans or the or media side? No, the fans. Oh, the fans. Oh. So some dude was mouthing off at Steve Smith, um, future Hall of Fame receiver. And he's like, yo, Smith, you, you, you're trash, you're terrible, da 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 And every time Smitty would come to the sideline, and remember Indy, the, 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 the sidelines are real, used to be real, real close to the, to the seat, to the, to to the, this, to the uh, bench. bench. So he's just mouthing off every time he come up, every time. So he just kept laughing. He kept looking back, boom, boom, boom. So he goes back on the field, scores a touchdown. Comes back, you know, Smitty talks cash shit. Comes back. Now, when you go home tonight, tell your wife and your son, when y'all watch a sports center, that was me you was talking to. It was my, it was your fault that I scored this touchdown. And he's like, thank you for uh, paying my salary by sitting in these seats. See this earring on? You paid for this shit. So he started ripping them, like basically saying, yo, you sitting in these seats, you watching me. You ain't going to never be like I am. When your son turn on sports center tonight, he going to be watching me. He ain't going to be watching you. I was like, God damn Cut him back. Yeah. What can you say? He carved him up. Because it's a fact. Yep. And the son is sitting there just smiling like, <laughs> like he's right. He's like a pro, pro, pro bowl receiver that he's going to be watching tonight on Sports Center. You know what I mean? I think the worst thing for me personally, though, we was in Buffalo that year in uh, 06, and you got hurt, and I got hurt. I got hurt like the fifth game or something like that. This is crazy because I actually had an opportunity to uh, my incentives – my player incentives was like start, I think six games get an extra two fifty, eight games get an extra five hundred, ten get an extra um, what was it seven fifty, and then you know whole season get a million. So I started the first five, got hurt, so I get hurt, I'm out three weeks. So when it's time to come back, I'm like, bet I'm gonna come back. You know what I'm saying? He's like, nah, we're going with the youth, the youth movement at the time because we went we we started off good, then with the shit everybody got injured. Yeah. Me, you, Stroud. Everybody got injured, so they weren't playing under the vets. They didn't play me when I came back. I think you, I think you just like you was done. I think, or you went to Philly. I went to after, Philly. Went to Philly. Yeah. Went to Philly. So I'm, I'm basically like, damn, I'm not playing no more. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I need one more game to start to get this two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They really not gonna do this. They really not gonna give me the bread, right? So after the season's over, I'm like, I know I'm not gonna be in Buffalo no more. It is what it is. And um, when I went back to my son was old. Ty was old enough to start Googling my name. And he Googled it. And I was like, nah, you don't want to do that because you might see something you won't want to see. You know what I'm saying? You're too young to see. So eventually he was doing it. And I looked at his 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 computer and I did it. So I seen something that was like, that damn Reyes, he's a damn bench warmer. He, he's sitting on the bench. It's real cold in Buffalo. We got heated benches, but he's, but he's, he's sitting on the bench. And I'm like, damn, this is screwed up. It's fucked up, man. But I didn't, to your all right, so this might be a contradicted contradiction. To your point, I didn't reply. It was what it was. You know what I mean? But it's again, it's a social blog that I'm never gonna see this person a day again in my life. Because he said you were sitting on the bench. It was a fact. I was sitting on the bench. I was hurt. That's why your damn name never was called. It took you 10 minutes to admit that. Nah, but I'm saying that's a whole different situation because I don't know this person. I'm never gonna see them again. It was directed in a vague manner. Like, come on. That's part of the game. 
you sitting on the bench. Ooh. But now you call me out my name, mother F me, or or, or talk about, you know, my mother, my, my my wife at the time, or my lady now, or or my kids, or something like that. That's when you're taking it personal. It's no longer just because I'm an athlete. You're yeah. attacking you're attacking me as a person. So now I feel I have a right to clap back. So when you when you address the family in that type of manner. Gloves come off. There you go. Period. And ain't nothing you could hey, just be <laughs> be prepared for the counterpunch. That's all. <laughs> Behind the mask. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.